0: Hello folks, I'm John Myrie, and welcome to the Wisconsin Northland Outdoors. On this week's show, we have tips and reports for you from Ken Melender down at Hayward Bait and Bottle, and then we talk with Kevin Bushnick from the Youth Conservation Alliance, and lastly, some early ice tips from pro angler and fishing guide, Bro Brosdaw. Lots to cover on this week's show, all coming up right after these messages.
1: Find your perfect Can-Am, ATV, or side-by-side at Hayward Power Sports. The all-new 2023 Can-Am Outlander ATVs were redesigned with the rider in mind for unmatched fun and value. Hit the woods or trails with models starting at $5,999. Plus, for a limited time, take advantage of a $500 rebate or 2.99% financing on select models. Looking for a side-by-side? The Can-Am Defender is the perfect utility side-by-side that's extra tough on the worksite, the ranch, or wherever you need to get the job done. Feel the adrenaline surge in the high-performance Can-Am Maverick, or get the best of work and play with the ultimate crossover, the Can-Am Commander. Claim the side-by-sides that fit your needs today and enjoy financing as low as 1.99% for 36 months on select models. Make every hunt a success, every trail ride an excitement-filled adventure, and make light work of your heavy-duty jobs. All with a brand-new Can-Am off-road vehicle from Hayward Power Sports, just 10 minutes east of Hayward on Highway 77. Offer subject to credit approval, see dealer for details. Riding along in my automobile.
2: Bumping into things unexpectedly? Make your first choice for
0: collision repair. Ernie's Auto Body, featuring the most advanced collision repair facility in northwest Wisconsin. With a state-of-the-art art spray bake-down draft paint booth for that better-than-new finish, laser technology for precision frame alignment, loaner cars available, computerized estimates, written guarantees, and documented unmatched customer service, the clear choice is Ernie's Auto Body, south of Hayward on Highway 63 and Nursery Road, where quality is no accident. Lynn's Custom Meats and Catering welcomes you to stop by for their great lunch menu, and while you're there, Lynn's also has a great selection of custom cut meats and sausages, as well as many varieties of snack steaks, jerky, fresh cheese curds, and much more. Lynn's is open Mondays through Fridays from 9 to 5.30 and 9 to 4 on Saturdays. Lins Custom Meats and Catering in Hayward.
3: Today, anglers fish longer. Today, anglers fish
1: harder. Today anglers rely more than ever on their electronics. It all comes down to catching more fish and today anglers rely on Amped Outdoors lithium batteries period. Visit AmpedOutdoors.com today to power your outdoor experience.
0: Recording this week's show down at Hayward Bait and Bottle. I got Ken in here, and Ken, uh, you know, we're getting quite a few people starting to get out on the lakes right now, ice fishing.
3: Yep, uh, great weather to be out there. Uh, you still have to be careful on some of the current lakes, but then again, you know, some of the main lakes crusted over, but still I wouldn't get out too far deep. You know, and I'm here in a wide range of ice, but in most of the places, uh, you know, four or five inches is about the most. Yep, uh there was a couple of individuals that took their four-wheelers out. You know, that's probably a little more much than I would. Pr- uh, not me. <laughs> not m- me to do either, but. And then there were some young kids out skating on Lake Hayward the other day. You bet. As far as uh, the fishing, I heard some
0: good reports uh, on walleye fishing just before it's closed. It's closed on the Chippewa Flowage now, but uh, the last few days I heard that they had some good walleye action out there. And I've had some reports of good walleye action on other waters right now
3: yeah there's 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 a couple people that are catching walleyes in you know eight to ten feet, which you know i guess is conducive to the lake they're fishing of course it's a wishy new lake but um I think the weed lines on, on first ice can be can be really good'cause you know you have a lot of sun penetration and it creates a uh good oxygen you know due to the due to the weeds you know once the snow covers them then the walleye seem to go a little bit deeper.
0: You know, when we're this early in the season, too, is that, you know, you're not going to get out over the deep basins and stuff on most of these lakes. And, you know, what you want to start looking for is just look for the first available structure you can get to. If you've got some cribs that are right off the edge of something or a a weed bed or a point, a rock pile, anything that, you know, you can get to is where you want to start with their first ice, I think.
3: Yeah, any subtle variations on a weed line off from a flat can, can hold a lot of walleye, especially though they'll come up towards the evening or low light conditions and cruise around looking for bait. Yeah, but, you know, and guys are after crappies too right now, and there are a few places you can get out to deeper water, but those lakes are generally lakes where deep water is maybe 15 feet, 18 feet. Yeah, like Nelson is a prime example. I mean, you can be in that at five to eight feet right now and catch some good crappies. You know, this all depends. You know, you don't always have to go to Lake 25 to catch them. You know, some of the bigger crappies ain't in the amongst all the eight and nine inches. But so, you know, there's reports in the past that, you know, I've seen pictures and reports of 49 inch northerns being caught on there on tip ups, you know, in the month of December. So.
0: You know, and as far
3: as the bait and equipment for this time of year, I mean, what's the best thing right now? It seems like tip-ups maybe with sucker for the walleyes. Yeah, walleye suckers and shiners. We have both sizes. And then uh, a lot of anglers are going with uh, jigging stuff too. The presentation on ripping baits amongst weeds seems to, you know, call the fish from further away you know, because live scope and electronics ain't going to work on weed flats, but I know back up in the Lake of the Woods, you know, some of the best fishing would be ice fishing right, right in that four or five feet of water. And we'd use jigging wraps and even Swedish pimples, just ripping them, and we, we'd catch a lot of big walleyes. Well, you know, and talk about northern pike uh, also. That's another thing that you can catch right now,
0: you know, in, up in the weeds.
3: Yep. Another secret we used to do on Lake of the Woods, we'd take a great big uh, willow blade and drill a hole on the other end, and we'd use that as kind of a flasher on our tip-ups. Well, that's interesting, and I've seen where some of the guys now are using some of these
0: Livingston sound bullets they're putting on there, making sound.
3: Yep. Uh that's technology that actually, is, there's guys that come in and they all produce any other tip-up when there's a group of six of them.
0: You know, it's interesting, all this technology, and you know whether you like it or you don't like it out there, you want to fish. If you want to fish without the technology, you can go out and fish without it if you want to fish with it. Uh, the one thing I will say is the fish seem to be getting smarter. As long as we're getting smarter with technology, the fish seem to be getting harder to catch too. So, you know, it kind of evens out.
3: I've been out with groups of guys, you know, they'll be running them $800 units and, you know, they're not really catching. They catch a couple and then all of a sudden, you know, all that pinging, I used to put PCV pipe or uh, eight-foot cane poles, you know, just put your rod in the water and you could hear your transducers pinging on there and then, you know the power of this live scope and some of these other ones. They're like five thousand watts. Yeah, right. you, you know, sound travels like fifty times better or further in water than it does on, in air. Another important thing, you know, for walleyes. I'll just let the listeners know that, boy, there, there's a riching hour. As soon as the sun hits some trees, have your holes drilled by three o'clock. Your success rate will go way up. Don't worry about live scope or any electronics. Go, with, keep it simple. Just a tip up. Uh, Use a, you know, four foot fluorocarbon leader to your weight and and let the swim minnow swim freely. And, you know, my biggest walleye is over 13 pounds out of the Couture in 2007.
0: Yeah, you said make sure your holes are all drilled. That's the worst thing you can do is go out there and constantly be drilling holes.
3: Yeah, especially, oh, they're going to bite soon, they're going to bite soon, better drill some more holes. No, nope. we're going to have them drilled by three.
0: Well, you know, and hunting seasons are open right now, too. Uh, we're going to be wrapping up the uh, muzzleloader season this week. Uh, it'll be closed by the time this airs, but there'll be the, uh, the short doe season. And then they are still got, the guys got opportunity to hunt and clear up till the end of the year and even into the next year for the bowling or archery season.
3: You know, this archery season, it was just kind of a short window to actually sit on a trap line. Uh, you know, for a for a five year old buck, but those archery guys, y- you know, you watch this next dark moon, th- they're gonna run their whole loop. So get back on your your on your stand, especially with this weather, you'll be able to sit out there all day. You bet. Well, you guys are pretty well equipped down here to shop. You've got a whole lot of ice shelters. If you want to look at
0: what's available in ice shelters, they got a big selection in here. They can stop by. You can sit at them. You can look at them, talk to the guys here. And you've also got the power augers, electric augers. You've
3: got all the bait tackle for ice fishing. Plus, you got lots more in here. Yeah, we just putting together a clam now that has the light bar, you know, up on top. It's kind of one of my favorites. It's kind of nice just having lights that click a switch. Well, Ken, there's been a lot of interesting stuff here. I want to thank you for coming on here. Well, thanks for stopping, John. Well, folks, we need to take a break right now and hear
0: from some of the fine sponsors that make this show possible every week. When we come back, we'll be talking to Kevin Bushnick from the Youth Conservation Alliance. So stay tuned. We'll be back right after these messages. Hunters and anglers, Hayward Bait and Bottle is your one-stop sport and bottle shop in Hayward. They have a huge selection of ice fishing gear including portable shelters, power augers, electronics, beaver dam tip-ups, ice rods, and just about anything you'll need for ice fishing. They also have archery supplies, bows, crossbows, muzzle loaders, ammo, and much more to help you enjoy the outdoors. While you're there, check out the bottle shop for a full selection of beer, wine, and liquor too. Hayward Bait and Bottle is your one-stop sport and bottle shop.
1: The Hayward Lakes Visitors and Convention Bureau in Sawyer County, Wisconsin, welcomes you to our Northwoods hometown. No matter the season, no matter the activity, you'll always be surrounded by our great outdoors. What more could you ask for in a vacation destination? Woods, waters, world-class events. Contact us for information on lodging, dining, attractions, events, trail conditions and more. Order your free vacation guide and start planning your getaway today. Visit us at haywardlakes.com or call 1-800-724-2992. Get the deal of a lifetime on a new Lund from Hayward Power Sports. Truth is, our 2023s arrived late and we missed out on early season sales. So we have a huge inventory of them, but desperately need to make room for the 2024s. It's the perfect storm for incredible deals. From the entry-level Lund Adventure to the awesome Lund Impact XS, and everything in between. They're all rigged with mercury outboards and offered at blowout prices. Get your new Lund at Hayward Power Sports, just 10 minutes east of Hayward on Highway 77.
0: Welcome back to another segment of this week's Wisconsin Northland Outdoors. And this part of the show is brought to you by the Hayward Lakes Visitor and Convention Bureau. For more information on lodging and vacationing here in the Hayward Lakes area, check out their website at haywardlakes.com. Well, folks, you know, one of the events that goes on every year up here in the Hayward area is the Youth Musky Hunt, but there's also a Father's Day event that's put on by Kevin Bushnick and the Youth Conservation Alliance every year. And a chance to talk to Kevin after the event this fall, talking about what went on and some of the plans for the next year. Kevin, good to have you on the show here.
4: Good to be here again, John.
0: The years just keep going by. Yeah, a lot of years <laughs> since you started doing that stuff. Uh, you had a couple events here as we were closing out the year for this year. Or you had a couple of events this year that were uh, quite a few kids at them.
4: Yeah, we did our uh, annual Father's Day event on Round Lake, and that turnout is always good. And uh, we had a really good weather and a lot of participation, a lot of new kids coming out. And you had an event on Moose Lake too, the musky hunt, right? Yep, the youth musky hunt. So we've done that for twelve, thirteen years now, and that one went great too. How many kids usually wind up at these things? Well, we've had anywhere when we first started, from which was a half dozen kids, and then we grew it to about eighty or ninety, and that was just <laughs> that was just too many people running around a lot of boats. So we kind of scaled it back to around fifty, and this year we had. Uh, like 35 which i i honestly i like the smaller events because it's less stressful it's less dangerous it's more manageable with the restaurants and we get to spend more time uh, teaching the kids how to fish oh you're right well you know and there's like the musky hunt event uh,
0: some of these uh, kids have been coming since they were just little bitty kids
4: yeah i know that's really cool to see some of the kids that participated early on back in 2010 2011 uh, they're in college or graduated college And several of them have become biologists, zoologists, and it's really neat to see, you know, uh, a little bit of what we taught them go into their, er you know, early on in their careers now.
0: I know you're a real high-tech type person. That's what your job is, your business is, uh, but your boat reflects that, too. You spend a lot of time on the lake, and you do a lot of research out there.
4: Yeah, I do. So I'm on the board of the property owners for Round Lake, and I'm a a chair over fisheries and lake research. And, uh, you know, again, we, we use these advanced tools that have helped us research fish and the environment around the lakes. And it's really, uh, it's kind of a neat thing to do. It's not just about fishing. We're really teaching the kids how to be good stewards of the environment, and it works. Well, you know, in looking at the different things
0: we've got, you know, invasive species, uh, one particular one is Eurasian milfoil, and in some cases it doesn't hurt anything.
4: No, I don't. I mean, on a shallower lake, it might be, you know, more invasive. Uh, Round lakes uh, got it. It's certainly not bad for the fish. I mean, I've spent, you know, maybe 200 days, uh, looking at underwater cameras and a lot of that on round Lake. And, you know, there's fish all over, uh, that vegetation. And while it's, it's, you know, it isn't invasive, it's in my opinion, and this is a little bit controversial. You might, you probably agree with me, John, but it's been a great thing for the fish and the fishery and catching fish. Cause they're all around these vegetation patches. There were no weeds on this lake when I started fishing it years ago,
0: and a healthy lake is a lake that has good vegetative growth, good fish habitat,
4: good all stuff. Yeah, I think, you know, the board of the property owners as a whole has done a really good job. We, We manage some spots that are in shallower water, so the recreational boaters, the water skiers, the jet skiers can have relatively clean water. And some of, you know, the problem occurs is when these boats go through these vegetation patches, they just kind of chop it up and it spreads. But you have to have a balance, um, not just for the fishermen. It sounds crazy, me saying this, because I'm all about fishing, but you know, the recreational boaters, uh, it's their lake too. So we we just try to maintain a good balance. Back to
0: the Youth Conservation Alliance thing, Uh, I know you've had these events for many years. What's your plans
4: for the future? Well, we're just going to keep doing it as long as we can. You know, more of these properties and resorts are getting sold off and it makes it harder for us to access the lakes with large groups of kids. So we just, you know, one of my friends said, Kevin, you just do whatever you can as much as you can, and and you can't do any more than that, and that's kind of how we've approached these. Um, Round has been a very good lake because it's not, as you know, John, it's hard to catch a muskie out of round lake, and when you do, it's usually a trophy fish. But a lake like Moose Lake, there's a lot of smaller ones, even though there is uh, from time to time we catch a good one. But the kids don't care. They, If they catch a 35-inch muskie, they're, uh, you know, thrilled. Uh, the smiles are there, and it's not all about catching the biggest fish. You also concentrate on teaching conservation and other stuff, too. Yeah, we absolutely do. We've done water testing, and we've had the DNR with us over the years, um, looking at bugs and things like that under the microscope. And, you know, some of these bug hatches are very interesting, and it's interesting when, when they happen and how the fish react to it. And the kids, you know, surprisingly, they, they pay attention. They actually take a look at this stuff and they carry it with them throughout their lifetime. And, uh, Moose Lake has, has, it's a very unique body of water as you know, you live on it. And we usually have a, a pretty high degree of success this year, we had one kid, Garrett, caught, I don't know, 200 plus inches of bass. Uh, <laughs> I think he caught 25 or 30 fish. So it's, it's neat to see that, right? If, uh, if they're not going after muskie, um, there's plenty of bass and other species out there like crappie that, that the kids enjoy catching as well.
0: Well, sometimes you're better off to go after something they will bite rather than
4: muskies where you're
0: look, talking to low-density fish. When it comes to kids, you want to keep them entertained, and you want to keep them, uh, you know, getting some action.
4: Yeah, and they're pretty resilient. I mean, even this year we had some. Uh, it wasn't super cold, but there was high winds, a lot of rain, and you got to hand it to these kids. They just hang in there, put their rain gear on, and go out, and they really, you know, there's not too many of them that want to come in. They want to stay out there catch fish, uh, and it's really, it's it's a great thing to see. I suppose you will keep us informed as to what the plans are for this next upcoming year? yeah generally we do this the third week in september and of course round lake is father's day weekend but yeah the musky hunt has been special uh john you've been at this with me since the beginning as well as larry ramsel and daryl niebauer came out this year i think he he boated the biggest musky. but we had one really special guest nolan bearhart he came on he's eight years old came out with his parents, and I love it. I absolutely love to see the whole family come, and they did. His mom, Courtney, is a teacher in Hayward, and his dad is the chief conservation officer, or game warden, rather, for uh, for the tribe, the LCO tribe. And it was really, a, it was a heartwarming experience. He has a heart uh, defect with that affects the lining of his heart wall. And his mom said, well, we have about two to three hours with Nolan before he gets tired and we'll need to go in. So I don't usually pray much at these events, but I actually did ask God two things at this one. One of them was that he hold Mother Nature off on us. (laughs) And the other one is that we could get um, Nolan a muskie. And at the very end, we kind of went upriver with about six boats, kind of carpet bombed the thing with suckers to get uh, Nolan a fish. And right at the very end when we were heading in, uh, we hadn't caught anything yet, uh, and a, a big musky hit. And of all places, right under the bridge where the current is the strongest and the wind was blowing, and so this fish hits right under the bridge. And I, I'm glad that there wasn't a helicopter filming the whole thing because we had boats running into each other. They're going over the weeds. There's huge boulders under that bridge, as you know. And But it was great. Uh, we, we got him a fish. In fact, his picture's up on the TV here. And that was... Uh, that that's a very heartwarming thing and i I don't know who's smiling wider here his dad or or nolan but his mom was there his sister palin was there and i love that i love seeing everybody come together to do the right thing and he'll remember this for the rest of his life for sure well
0: you know one thing about fishing it's, it's supposed to be fun and above all it's supposed to be fun being out there and it sounds like you guys have a lot of fun at these events
4: yeah, we do. And, you know, like you said earlier, we have a lot of technology to help us. And um, I mean, you're more into technology even than I am with the way your boat is set up. And we really we use this, yes, for lake research, but we also use it to, to put the kids on the fish and it puts some fun into it. And, you know, they all get together at, at breakfast, lunch and dinner and we have a, a picture of the lake and they put a thumbtack in that picture of the lake where they caught the fish and, and all the kids just hover around that thing they want to see where the fish are being caught and it's it's a neat thing to watch you bet well it's a very interesting thing it goes on there, and i want to thank you kevin for taking the
0: time to talk to us here about it uh, you know it, it's a lot of interesting stuff there
4: Yeah, I just, I love when the parents come out, and we usually require at least one parent to be on the boat, and that's worked really well for us. I don't know, we'll just keep doing it as long as we can, and there, you know, there is a really high level of participation. We're starting to, you know, as these other kids get older and they they don't uh, come to the event, it's nice to see the new participants come in, and, and we had a lot of them this year. Well, keep up the good work there with the
0: kids and also with uh, all the studies you do uh, on the lakes and see what's going on in the lakes. I know you know uh, just about every rock in round lake now with your video. You've taken
4: underwater video stuff. Yeah, I actually have names for the fish. Uh, <laughs> and I see them from, you know, uh, time to time when we do the fyke netting with the DNR in, in May when they're spawning. And it's it's great. You know, I enjoy seeing fish as much as i do catching them and i think the kids do as well it's uh it's great i mean you lose some of these muskies it's a apex predator very powerful fish and you don't always get them i was fishing this last week and i had a big one on and i was just glad i saw it they're just they're just spectacular kevin i want to thank you for taking the time with us here all right
0: thanks john thanks for participating well, folks, we need to take yet another break and hear from even more of the fine sponsors that bring this show to you every week. When we come back, we'll be talking early ice fishing tips with pro angler and fishing guide, Bro Brosdahl. So stay tuned. We'll be back right after these messages. Hey, folks, come on over to Hayward Ace Hardware and check out the area's largest selection of firearms, ammo, and accessories. We carry top brands like Browning and Sig Sawyer, and we have a great selection of the newest and hard-to-find models. We've got a large selection of ammo with more coming in daily. If you need a scope, we carry great brands like Leupold, Hawk, and Eotech. And we'll even mount it and boresight it for you, too. We even sell suppressors and silencers. And don't forget to check out our Guns of the Week. Huge discounts on a variety of pistols, rifles, and shotguns that change every week. So stop on in to Hayward Ace Hardware, your firearm superstore. Hayward Ace Hardware, Highway 63 North in Hayward, or give us a call at 715-634-8700.
1: Hayward Animal Hospital
4: is a full-service medical and surgical hospital featuring on-site laboratory, digital and dental x-ray, in-house pharmacy, and online store. Dr. Ostrander has 40 years of experience dealing with illnesses, injuries, surgery, and dentistry. Hayward Animal Hospital offers urgent care appointments and emergency surgery daily. Please call early in the day for these appointments. They open at 8 a.m. Hayward Animal Hospital is located one mile east of Hayward on Highway B. Call 715-634-8971.
0: If you'd like to have your time fishing be more enjoyable and productive, hiring a fishing guide can be a good investment. Whether it's learning more about fish patterns throughout the year, learning how to use your depth finder to find the best spots and fish, learn how to use that GPS to get the most out of it, or learn better boat control, a day on the water with a guide can really help you to be a better angler as well as make a day on the lake very enjoyable to book a guide trip this year or get more information. You can find us on the Internet at www.wiscnorthlandoutdoors.com and then just click on Area Guides. Welcome back to the last segment of this week's Wisconsin Northland Outdoors. And folks, you know the ice fishing season is underway now. And this last weekend, I had a chance to get down to that big ice fishing show in St. Paul. And one of the guys that ran into down there was pro angler and fishing guide, Bro Brosdal. And a chance to talk to him, and he gave us some great tips for that early ice fishing. Bro, you know we're talking a little bit about early ice fishing too. Uh, you know this is a time when you know up in northern Wisconsin a lot of the guys want to get out and set their tip ups so if they can get to where they think the walleyes are going to be. But the pan fishing can be kind of overlooked, but it could be really good early.
2: Oh, absolutely. And and you know one thing I'm I've been playing with is is using rods and I fish pro tip up, and I will use that and set them out uh, on with rods so that when the flag goes off. You're reeling the fish. And I know some of those flowages in Wisconsin, some of the bigger crappies get caught on on set lines, dead sticks, live minnow, split shot, glow lure, and a dorsal hooked minnow work fantastic. And then, you know, you reel them in when you catch them. You don't have to hand over hand it. So it's, it's like a hybrid tip up and it's insulated to keep the hole from freezing over. And if it gets super, super cold, I get a little trick. I take little bubblers and I take a bubbler and I'll tape it to it. And I'll put the bubbler stone down the hole, keep it freezing over. And you don't need any flame. You know, you don't have to worry about burning anything, burning your line. You're just using bubbler. A aerator. Yeah, a little aerator. And I don't have to do that very often because it's insulated. But, uh, you know, so the iFish Pro tip-up is perfect for, for crappies, walleyes, northerns. You could set it light, uh, and, it, and it, it'll go off and then... You know, have a, a, a St. Croix panfish combo on that, it, it, it's going to work really well.
0: Well, you know, if you're after bigger crappies, I mean, it, it, fishing for bigger panfish is a little bit different than fishing for little ones because sometimes it's better you got to get through the little ones to get to the bigger ones, but they well, a lot of times seem to be under them.
2: Yeah, and tethering a large, larger minnow, almost a small, I would call it a small walleye minnow. Uh, you don't want to call it a big walleye minnow, but uh, you're going to get bigger crappies uh, using a little bit bigger bait and waiting it out, and you might accidentally catch some walleyes while you're doing it. So it's a win-win situation, and also for perch. You know, in my neck of the woods, we have lots and lots of perch, and and I like to put out extra lines. It adds to your catch by the end of the day, whether you're out fun fishing or keeping them to fry up later. Uh, So I've been using iFish Pro. It's simple. And there's, there's no heat, there's no flame. You just drop it, set it, and go. And it's so simple and uh, just a great idea. And stack them up, set out your lines, and then jig around them.
0: I suppose, uh, I know I have, I'm sure you have too, caught a, a fair number of crappies on bigger walleye meadows by accident. So they'll eat a bigger bait. Big crappie. I mean, you're talking 14-inch crappie or so. They've got a pretty big mouth. They can oh, eat a pretty big
2: meadow. Yeah, I've, I've caught, I can't tell you how many crappies, even... 11 and a half, 12 inches. They'll hit walleye baits in open water and on ice. They'll they'll hit a quarter ounce spoon. Not all of them, but you know, uh, you know, you're you're gonna get more fish or more uh good sized fish. Putting a bigger minnow on and maybe using it with an eyeball spoon. Uh, Eyeball's got a treble hook, but if you dorsal hook a minnow, they're not gonna not bite on it. They don't know what a treble hook is. It they just see the minnow, they smell the minnow, and they see the the decoration there, and they eat it. in, uh, uh, you know the you know s- smaller baits, like a uh, a forage fried jig has a single hook. That is a tip up that's a tip-up bomb it works really good it really does good for fish you
0: know and you know when it comes to baits and stuff everybody wants to think small all the time for crappies but like we said bigger baits sometimes and the other thing people just ignore is active baits whether it be a jigging style bait like a puppet bento or or a spoon type bait because they'll go after them pretty readily
2: oh absolutely you know it depends on uh, the barometric pressure uh, weather patterns, uh, if the fish are active, that makes the biggest difference. Uh, if you're fishing for a fish that ain't going to bite, you got to go light. If you're fishing and you don't know what's happening, use bigger lures to see what they're willing to go for. And uh, so that that doesn't mean go quarter ounce, but eighth ounce for sure. Even a little tiny crappie could take an eighth ounce lure. So, And we're not, re- we're not fishing for tiny fish. You bet. We're fishing for medium to large fish.
0: Well, bro, I know uh, there's a lot of great information. Somebody wants to follow you. You have a lot of stuff on the internet and stuff. And
2: yeah, just go to brosguideservice.com or go to the Bro Roadshow. The Bro Roadshow. I used to have a the roadshow where I visit ice fishing destinations and stores throughout the entire ice belt, from uh, the Dakotas to New York and Iowa, Wisconsin, all through the whole mix. And so we just turned that into a podcast. So we have the Bro Roadshow podcast on YouTube, and then also. Uh, just follow my adventures. I want to make sure that I can help you learn more about ice fishing, whether you hire me as a guide or you come, you know, uh, to watch the shows. or Just uh, definitely check it out. I try to put a lot of tips and things on YouTube. Well, bro,
0: thank you. As usual, you're a regular on the show here. I appreciate you having,
2: oh, appreciate you having me on the show here. Thank you so much.
0: Well, folks, you know, we're about out of time for this week's show. I'd like to remind everyone out there that if you miss a show, go to our website at WNORadio.com. From there, you can link to to our podcast site, and the show is also on Spotify and Google Podcasts every week. And also, if you're looking for information on vacationing and lodging here in the Hayward Lakes area, check out the Hayward Lakes Visitor and Convention Bureau website at haywardlakes.com. Thanks for listening, folks. We're out of time, and we'll be back again next week with another interesting show for
4: you. Listen with me, I'm going to take you there to our Wisconsin outdoors, our Wisconsin outdoors.
0: This program has been produced and hosted entirely by Wisconsin Northland Outdoor
1: Communications. Any and all views expressed are not necessarily those of the station.